It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com, and we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. We got this silly story from Fox News, Elon Musk Farmers torch uh, wait elon musk farmers torch ireland government wait proposal okay very confusing headline farmers torch ireland government proposal to slaughter two hundred thousand cows to meet eu climate change goals i don't know why elon musk is in that title but basically ireland is reportedly considering a cull of sixty-five thousand cows per year for the next three years because of climate change sparking fears of a famine wasn't it like 170 years ago they had a potato famine? Like, what are they yeah. doing? Where yeah. is Seamus? I mean, to be, to, to, to <laughs> be fair, flying though. to Ireland to say, guys, please, rethink your right decisions. This also, that headline was like horribly. <laughs> so it's Elon Musk and Ireland together are torching the, uh, yeah. the Elon Musk and the farmers are torching Ire- the Irish government. How? Yeah, very bad headline. What they're yeah. basically saying is that farmers and Elon Musk are concerned right. and criticizing the plan. And they put Elon Musk in there for shot for like click value. Exactly. But, uh, but think about how ridiculous it is. The story is real. <laughs> you have you have the farmers who are rising up that like they actually have the capacity in Ireland to do something about this. But Elon Musk also <laughs> tweeted about it, so he gets the lead in the headline. I mean, well, let's could, just think about how crazy this is. I mean, look. To be fair, we uh, we ordered a bunch of food today. Whenever we order food, it 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 does get eaten. But we order a lot of food. And everybody eats. We were we were, we were eating, and I was just like. So much food is just thrown away. It's crazy. I was thinking about we've got uh, coffee and stuff that we have for guests. And we ordered too much. And so now it's starting to expire. It's like, how do we do that? guys? we got to throw it away. It's no good anymore. Okay, we'll order less next time. That way we only order when we absolutely need it. Most stores don't do that. They just say like, order a thousand just in case and we'll throw out the extra. Mm-hmm. So they make tons of plastic, tons of food and just toss in the garbage. Right. I mean, that is a problem. It is. So I'm really not worried about a famine for Ireland. I think people are very heavy, if you get my drift. <laughs> but this is one grain of sand in the greater heap of you will own nothing and you will be happy. It is. I mean, uh, I'm a little bit less optimistic uh, just based off of like Holodomor or uh, Cultural Revolution in China. It's like there there are examples of centrally planned technocratic rulers who think that they are omnipotent and they ultimately mess with the food supply and then you end up having mass starvation. Now, I'll grant you, I don't think it'll strike us here. The Americans will probably stay fat for a very long time. However, I think when you consider the third third world countries, it's like, yeah, I could see starvation in some of these nations that don't have enough food. I think you're wrong about the US. You think we're going to get skinny? I think, yeah, I think we will. I mean, look, inflation is through the roof. The cost of groceries is going way up and they're putting migrants, they may be putting migrants in people's homes. That's true. So it's like, what? maybe that's their plan. They're like, we got to get everybody to lose weight. Here's an idea. 
put twice as many people in their house and make the food cost twice as more and they'll drop their weight by 75%. The they don't want them to have kids because that would be bad for them. They need to bring in people from outside to, to be the, there. The problem has been that instead of replacing, because of inflation, because of our, our grocery bills skyrocketing, we're, we're not eating, basically like we're just not eating the healthy food. We're just eating like more calorie rich, calorie dense food. So. I blame Norman Barlog. I'm not familiar. He's a bad dude. Hang out with some bad boys. Increase the crop yield of wheat by like quadruple. Oh, interesting. And so I'm, I'm kidding. He's like a pretty good dude. He, he did uh, through artificial selection, found ways to make it so that the, um, the density of the crops were substantially higher. So per season, they could produce more food. The problem is the nutrient density of the food did not increase, right. just the starches. Mm -hmm. So you end up with poor people eating really, really high starch food with low mineral, like vitamin right. content right? Yeah, and, and value, nutritional value. So they have to eat five times as much to actually get the things they need, mm -hmm. but they're eating ridiculous amounts of sugar. Totally. So it's not actually helping anybody survive. It's created a whole bunch of like half malnourished, overweight people. Right. Yeah, not, so not, it's, not it's good. empty calories. Well, you know, it's still keeping more people alive. If you're like, if you're starving in Africa and you're like, I can have some super dense wheat, <laughs> like I'm going to eat that right. for sure. Or like, or like golden rice, for instance, and stuff like that. That's like, it's like these things are the, there's the innovation that proved mouth is wrong. Like these innovations right. are what has saved humanity. In well, exactly. Which is, yeah. well, no, I mean, the expansion of, of crop yield made things worse. Sure, it allowed a billion more people to survive, right. but like, but what's costs... surviving if you don't have the proper vitamin intake? Right, definitely. But, I mean, there's also things like the corn subsidy in the United States, and where we just have corn in literally every product that's ever existed now, Reagan. Dude, why don't we, <laughs> can we subsidize something else? Because, yeah, like, seriously. what happens is, you go to a company and you're like, if you grow corn, we'll pay for it. And it's mm -hmm. like, okay, so then what can we do with corn? corn? We can make plastics from it, we can make fuel from it. You know, you obviously food, sugar from it, extract the sugars from yeah. it. And the only reason that that's possible is because of corn subsidies. Yep. Mm -hmm. If right. they did not subsidize corn, exactly. high fructose corn syrup would not exist. Yep. Yeah. It is more expensive to make. It is harder to make. It is harder to ship. Yep. And, and it's unhealthier. But uh, we, through our tax dollars, are paying for that yep. garbage to uh -huh. be in our food. Right. I got an idea. If we just went capitalism, it'd be sugar. Yeah, twenty percent of sugar comes from beets. Yes, yes. I had no sugar idea. Sugar beets. It's crazy. Actually, in Idaho, they grow more sugar beets than we grow potatoes. In reality, yeah. and everyone thinks it's like the land of potatoes. I'm like, people. They what? still produce Where? more potatoes. It doesn't look in the license plate. Though. True. People no, think sugar doesn't. comes from sugar cane because no. sugar cane is called sugar cane, mm -hmm. but it comes from beets. Yeah, yeah. at least twenty percent of, of it does. I had no idea. Sugar yeah, beets. my mind's blown right now. Yeah. yeah, sugar beets. So why don't we subsidize beets? I'm much more invested in this process. <laughs> beets can we, are terrible. Can we, is there something that's <laughs> um, healthier? Like, what about sugar? avocados? Mm. Avocados. Are I great. like avocados. Yeah, but where can we grow them? I think the South. I thought Florida. Are they in California? Mexi Mexico. Yeah, California grows. We get them mostly Mexico's from, like yeah, over California. our dead body to yeah, take our avocados. Take, yeah, no, we, we we import their avocados. Yeah, there are massive avocado groves in California. Yeah, it's and most people don't know that avocados are actually very big. Because mm -hmm. we have the little tiny Haas ones. When I was in Brazil, no, like I was hanging out. Huge. Oh, huge. They're, not, they're bigger. They're like basketballs. Yeah. I was like, like a cantaloupe, basically. Mm -hmm. Or bigger. Yeah. I was uh, telling my buddy, I was like, oh, let's let's like grab some food. And we we're at the grocery store. And I was like, let's make guacamole. And then he comes back with this huge thing that was like this big. <laughs> so and I was like, what's that? And he's like, it's the avocado. And I was like, what? <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. And then he cracked it open and it was an avocado. And I was like, wow, what yeah. the? I never seen anything so big. I know you can go to the store and you get the slightly bigger ones. Mm-hmm. And they have the small house ones. But this one in Brazil was like just absolutely massive. Mm-hmm. It was I fantastic. Our- I like dumping lemon juice all over it. Lime juice, just yeah. ridiculous oh, amounts. Yeah, so good. I think agricultural uh, innovations are so fascinating. Like I was watching uh, a video about the baby carrot. And it was this Californian farmer who was like, I have all these ugly carrots that no one will buy, but they are the majority of my crop. What should I do? And basically decided to make a machine that would make baby carrots. And now that is the dominant form of carrots sold in America. This is the most white girl story I've ever heard. heard. I was sitting at home and I was watching this documentary about baby carrots. I'm I'm happy with who I am. Thanks for racially profiling (laughs) me. You know know where carrot cake came from? These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com slash carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com carlson. That's carshield.com carlson. <laughs> I think it was the Navy. I'm not sure. But they had carrot shavings, they had carrot pulp from like making carrot juice or something like that. And they didn't want to throw it away. It still had nutritional value. So they baked the pulp into a cake wow. so that everybody yeah. would, would want to eat it. And, yeah. and then carrot cake's actually really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's got a lot of carrot pulp in it. Yeah, okay. I didn't even know. Serge. That's why it's called carrot cake. I want to know when. <laughs> no, I, I know. Serge, I want to know when your Ronald Reagan diss track is going to come out. <laughs> That's a great. He's been, he's been, going, off on Reagan. He's been going off on Reagan. Lately. You're too young it's to gonna, hate it's Reagan. It's going to be called No Fault Divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a great title, actually. That's a good one. Yeah, let's let's. So let's, is it coming? It. What's, what's the deal? I mean, I used to make hip hop. I'll make it. If, if, I, if I'm going to do it, I'll do it. Sure. Okay. I, have, I have a litany of things so, I dislike that Reagan did that are just like. I, just call call I, I have to tell you, yeah, everyone's attention span is only ends. 30 seconds unless you make it an exciting well, bridge. Yeah. I, I want to hear it in rap form only. Hey. Well, a good hip hop track now is like a minute 
It's a minute long. Two forty is like the two forty is like the golden ratio for yeah, t- but that, that's too long. That's too long yeah. now. That's already too long. That was like that was like so it's got to be this, it's got to be the length of a YouTube short. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Perfect. I, I've become friends with uh, Anomaly and Bryson Gray over the past couple of years. I don't think that they'd be down to to rap on a you know ronald reagan diss track but like if you if you got any other ideas like we could try it no. <laughs> why do they like reagan probably i mean they're like wow. they're maga guys i like, like the idea know. that uh surge is the controversial hip-hop artist of the right <laughs> you, can, you can film it in like an asylum yeah like all the <laughs> yeah. asylums that he one of the asylums oh, that end up closing down uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, repeal the lps act yeah i think i i think no fault divorce may be one of the single worst things outside of the creation of the federal reserve that has ever been done to this yep. country yeah yep. and that's not all he did the end of no fault well, divorce was the I end of divorce was the end of marriage. Yeah, one hundred percent. Period. Seriously, mm-hmm. if if it's isn't that somewhat coercive though to keep people in a marriage if if like you're don't sign a contract you don't intend to keep. I'll grant you that. Yeah, and if you want to break a contract, you need legal reasons to do so. And that was the case beforehand. Now, the contract has no legal standing. Right. You go in and say, we're married, doesn't matter, annulment or divorce, done. What's the point? Now, what happened was, since that moment, there's there's no more marriage, there's only trust relationships or dating. Right, yeah. You've got got, uh, women who treat marriage like dating. It's like, oh, I'll get married to him because I can always divorce him later. A lot of men treat it that way, too, unfortunately. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Well, sure, men and women. It's terrible. I... I don't know. I, I'm I'm torn on that one because I never I never tend to believe that the state should be molding cultural decisions. Right. Like it, we ought to be a more healthy, caring, loving people that want to actually enter these ag- arrangements but without the state being involved and commit to it for life. Should the state enforce contracts? Well, when it comes to like property disputes, yeah. But I like is there property dispute? Yes, that's like marriage is about two humans merging their lives and there's an exchange of property. There's a merging of property. Mm -hmm. It is effectively an individualist corporate merger. I guess that's true. It has to be enforced in some capacity. Otherwise, it can't exist. No, that's a fair point. Imagine if there was no no fault contract breaking. Right. And it's like, I have a contract to them to to, to sell me, you know, 100 pounds of corn once Mm -hmm. a week. And he just stopped doing it and he kept the money. And it's like, well, you know, he's allowed to do it. Have a nice day. It's like, my business is gone. Maybe mm-hmm. you should have kept, kept date night alive. You know, there were other things you could stay in business. <laughs> the spark uh, was gone. You know, the corporation. I just where it happens. No, but uh, do you think marriage should be more difficult to enter? Because that's one of the things I've heard. If if there's, nope. if you would have, if you would take away no fault divorce, you should make it more difficult. It can't just be you go to a courthouse, you get a license, you enter into a marriage. Should marriage be more difficult to enter? No. No, two, two, two consenting adults can enter in an, into a contractual agreement they so choose with, with, with certain limitations, obviously. It has to be a legitimate contract. Can't be coercive. Otherwise, it's not a legitimate contract. And you can't just break it. You can set the terms of the marriage, perhaps. You could, like, like any other contract, perhaps you'd be able to say, like, we both agree to a prenuptial agreement right. on these terms. Mm-hmm. The, the, the marriage would dissolve and have that be recognized. I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I'm kind of ignorant to this topic. So what was it prior? Like if someone had to cheat or something like that? There had to be a legitimate. Yeah. It had to yeah, be, like, be in, like infidelity, yeah. uh, abuse, mm-hmm. okay. um, deception. So, and I th- So yeah. otherwise you would just stay married forever. If, if the person didn't cheat. You'd go to court. And then the judge would determine what the appropriate remedy was for the for the conflict. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because there were lots of people who like lived separate lives but were legally still married. Of course, they yeah. weren't happy. Yeah. But but there were a lot of marriages that it was two people living together who were okay with each other's company and they weren't like romantically swinging from the right. you know the chandelier or whatever. <laughs> there was just like, hey, we have our lives together. Let's yeah. let's let's live together and have a right. family and you know 
It I, is what it is. I always I mean? felt like this is why more people needed to have premarital counseling before they enter oh, into marriage. I don't preach. think you can mandate it, but it's just it's it's one of the things Catholic Church does right. Like you have to be able to talk about all of the issues up front, and I think that's uh, very difficult. I think people feel like, oh, well, we love each other so much right now, and everything will be fine. And if you can't talk things through and figure out where the faults are, it's very difficult to enter into a contract. And, and my- like and like with abortion, the left lies. To justify their lax policies that create perpetual children. Right. They say things when it comes to abortion. It's like it's about the health of the mother and abuse and all that. And then what happens? 99.9% of abortions are elective forms of are, are abortion as contraception. Mm-hmm. Like mm. that, something that most people, when polled, disagree with. Right. When it came to no-fault divorce, they, they respond to like our segments about this saying like, no-fault divorce was created because women were being mercilessly beaten by their husbands and couldn't escape. And it's like, yeah, no, that was actually cause for breaking the marriage that would be grounds that was yeah. grounds yeah so the issue is now you have men and women there there is no institutional family structure anymore since ronald reagan he destroyed it right yeah. and so, and it's funny to me people are like but ronald reagan was so great no he was not no it was jimmy carter was bad yeah come yeah. on and then the family's been completely destroyed and now when you think back to those glorious moments as a child when you'd wake up on Christmas Eve and run downstairs to find the presents and there's little candles and we weren't rich. We weren't rich. That's all going away mm-hmm. because now it's weird polycule pan nonsense. <laughs> it's, it's, it's men and women being yeah, like, true. you know what? I'm not feeling good anymore. So I'm going to leave for no reason. It's now it's men being like, hey, I've started a company. Why would I get married to this woman if she can divorce me at any time for any reason and get half the stuff that I made? Yep, true. That makes no sense. Yeah. So no fault. The end of no fault divorce is basically destroyed marriage as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and now people don't want to have like aren't having families, aren't having kids. Men are becoming per- per- perpetual children who are either virgins sitting in their sitting at home living with their parents, or they're mm-hmm. just not getting relationships, not or just banging random women all the time and not having kids, yeah. and then demanding of them when they get abortions if they get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Then you have women being told it's empowering to do all this, and they say, "Sure, I guess," because Instagram told them to. Yep. Well, the the thing that has kept me out of the <laughs> the marriage game was because I was relatively financially successful young and i was just looking around like this seems like a really bad deal for me that's reagan's fault because before that you wouldn't have to worry you'd say you can't if we get married it's a it's marriage right till death you didn't even need prenups right it was not it wasn't a thing before because as long as i wasn't going to be abusive or cheating then it would have stuck it out and and, and now think about when you're paying like alimony Mm-hmm. That existed because there was a legitimate reason the marriage dissolved. Right. Correct. She, and, and now you, it doesn't have to be a reason. So you could go to court and be like, we want to, we want, we're, we're not happy together. And they, and the, the judge would say marriage counseling. Right. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. But now it's, we're not happy. Okay. Uh, dissolved and you get half his stuff and you got to pay her alimony right. now. Even if she's cheating or whatever, it's still mm-hmm. like. Yep. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It's nuts. On top of that, he signed the NFA. He didn't repeal the LPS Act, which then he used to defund uh, all, of the, deregulate, which is really just regulating. I can't all of even these. hear this unless there's some sort of hip hop rap song. I'm waiting for it, man. Dude, it's it's an insane list. No, like, the, the I, NFA is the worst. Yeah, yeah, it's a real yeah. bad one. It's a real he bad one. He came on the show the other day, and I'm like, "How you doing, buddies?" Well, that's Reagan. That's why. That's how dude, I'm doing. Dude, today. think about this: Ronald Wilson Reagan, six six six. I used to laugh about that. <laughs> I used to laugh about that, dude. But now I'm like, man, those people had a point, dude. <laughs> Six, six, six. It's wild, man. Yeah, Carter was really, really bad. And and, yeah. and people are like, oh, but he, he helped the country. He did all these things. And I'm like, 
Gun control? Oh, I know. Nah, uh-uh. It's so bad. Well, I think that's... And it was racist gun control. Yeah. It was the worst kind. <laughs> Come on. As far as I'm concerned, all gun control is the worst kind. But yes, I grant you that. Uh, I think that's that's oftentimes what happens with presidential analysis. It's like whatever period you're coming out of, like yeah. you can basically do no wrong. You had the it's inflation compared. in the 1970s and right. then he he basically like they skyrocket the interest rates. You have a terrible recession in the very very early 80s. Dude. And then you build into like this 30 year bull market that everyone right. benefits and then, from. And then so. we had the penny stocks crash like almost immediately after that because of all of these crazy deregulated things that he did in the right. market. It's like a lot of the things that I say about him is like if he if he made these changes in the short term and then turned them off, but he didn't. He's just like, oh, we're just going to leave it. And that becomes status quo. We're just going to behave like yeah. this is normal. And ever since, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but like those big, the first stock crash really happened in like 29. And then we've seen, we saw a huge gap until 87 when penny star crash and we had the dot-com boom we had the housing crisis and now we have this other one that's looming now because of i don't know i don't know i don't know what the, the main thing is underneath it all but it's, I, it's happening I for say, a reason i i gotta gotta defend reagan on this one uh his willingness to sit down i think it was gorbachev uh, sit down in the late 80s yeah, and gorbachev actually as well act, yeah to, well it wasn't really the demand i mean it was the fact that the ussr it was really the Russian leadership that prevented nuclear war, um, right. yeah, ultimately. Uh, mm-hmm. But the fact that he was like sane enough to go, yeah, I'm going to work with these guys on this. It was, it was yeah. probably, it was probably one of the the greatest moments in in world history. Honestly, I agree, I agree. But not wanting to let the world fall into nuclear war is a pretty low bar to set for, for this <laughs> it's, dude. It's a low bar, but it's a really good thing. Though. Yeah, I, I, now, I'm now make, make this a rap battle, and I'm all for it. Like, <laughs> what, what is happening? I can absolutely rap battle you on this. The intro to my song on Liberty Lockdown is me rapping. I don't know if you're aware. Oh, of true. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's just, me. It, oh wow. So your track Bad. could have like a whole chorus where you guys rap. I'm sorry, this is writing well, itself. What is happening? I'm a producer and a DJ, not a rapper. Okay, so well, I rap my, and I don't produce thing. a DJ, so let's burn hey, Reagan's nice. legacy to the ground. <laughs> let's do it. I'm all for it. Let's do it. I think that's our break. But I think I think <laughs> you've got Wilson and you've got uh, Joe Biden, who are going to go down. As, oh, the, they're yeah. the worst. Buchanan. Buchanan was Buchanan. bad. Yeah. Wil- Wilson's bad only because we're smart enough to understand <laughs> the context yeah, of history. Exactly. In, in but hindsight. for the average person, it's going to be probably Buchanan and Biden. Interesting. Yeah. Mostly I, because they were pre-Civil War presidents. Right. Mm-hmm. Woodrow Wilson statement. for a libertarian community is like, so bad. like he is Voldemort. <laughs> like, <laughs> just despise that guy. Seriously. I mean, anybody who knows about, yes. Yeah. A- yeah. Anybody who knows about the Federal Reserve and how central banks right. work should be upset about it. Yeah. yeah. Funny it's, how Wilson's uh, Reagan's middle name, which is I always thought was really funny too, just happens to be his middle name yeah. for some reason, right? Back no, to, no conspiracy. Back to Reagan once yeah. again. I don't know. I, I hate that. It's just, it just everything, dude. Anyways. If- With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There is no 
centralized banking system, you cannot have the ideological control that they're having. You were mentioning this, mm-hmm. that when you said like BlackRock, uh, State Street, Vanguard, all that stuff is the Federal Reserve. Yeah. Basically what happens is when they pick and choose who gets the money. Bingo. They literally just say, this is the ideology that's going to be mandate. Exactly. They dictate policy. And, but unfortunately, I mean, fortunately, people are starting to catch on. But it, really, this is like, this is too high level conceptually. I, I'm trying to figure out how to like put it into a meme form to get people activated. And ultimately, I this is why, regardless of you know my opinion as to the, the Bud Light and the Target and, and actually what they were doing, I'm just grateful that there has been a populist uprising that's saying, whatever the reason, you know, sure, Clint's lecturing us about ESG. We don't give a shit about any of that. We just want these motherfuckers to stop. You know what I mean? And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm with you. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, bet you're on, man. Let's do it. Let's go to callers. See what they have to say about us. All right, sounds good. Uh, Let's talk to Blue Collar Ken. That sounds like a good uh, good one to start this off. How you doing, Blue Collar Ken? Ken? What's up? Hey, good evening. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. And and it's advantageous because I have a question about the Libertarian Party. Let's do it. Okay. You guys shoot your wad trying to get the chief executive job every four years, <laughs> and there are no members in the legislature at all. And there are congressional seats that would be pretty viable for a third party to take because they're in areas where the incumbent has disappointed. Uh, I'm not going to name any names, Dan Cranshaw. But, <laughs> you know. Where the incumbent has disappointed the, the, the constituency and they're definitely not going to vote for the other letter. Right. D or R. So the third party candidate has an incredibly good shot. And let's face it, you've got to build a little viability here. Yeah. Okay. Nobody's looking at libertarian as anything but the punchline to a joke for the chief executive job. And frankly, libertarian policy is more beneficial when it comes to the purse strings. So what is the plan to broaden the party and maybe you know, caucus with some of the America first Republicans. Well, uh, that was a couple of questions there, but first off the Mises caucus and the decentralized, decentralized revolution. That is really the plan there, uh, is exactly what you're describing where we go after uh, local uh, offices. Uh, We're actually thinking even smaller. We're talking mayoral sheriffs, things like that. Public schools. Yeah. That too. School boards that, that are nonpartisan city councils. Um, I think that that's really the best way if you're going to run with a libertarian, you know, decal next to your name, that's the best way. I'm of the opinion that if you want the federal level, if you want libertarian beliefs at the federal level, you should probably run under the guise of GOP. Ron Paul has already demonstrated that's probably the best way to go. So I think running as a libertarian in non-affiliated uh, campaigns at the localist, at the smallest local level is the way to go. And then uh, running under the GOP banner because the GOP voters tend to really like libertarian ideology. Uh, I think that's the best way to go. I hope that answers your question. Uh, Yeah. I mean, obviously that's kind of what I was hoping to hear. Okay. Well Uh, then if I gave you the answer you you wanted to hear, then that's a, that's a win. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. If you're a politician, I got a baby for you to kiss. (laughs) Don't get me in trouble, man. I I apologize. No, no kissing, no kissing babies. Well, all right, right on, man. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Oh, thank man. you. Talk to you soon. Oh, he's gone already. Wow. Before I could even get there. Dan Welsh, you are up next on the docket. How are you doing today? And you got to unmute yourself just to remind you. Hi, Tim and crew. How are you doing? Doing what well. Up? Doing well? Uh, I think I'm the first caller from this country. Does anyone want to guess my accent quickly? Are you Australian? New Zealand. Uh, kind of nailed it. 
Anna Claire, yeah. sorry. It's, it's, it's you. <laughs> you're a Commonwealther though, so if you're in love in the Commonwealth, you just kind of know. Oh yeah. yeah, I could. I you had said just just few words, where I couldn't distinguish if it was uh, New Kiwi or an Aussie, but South Africa. I got it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. What do you say? Yeah. South yeah. Africa. He's Australian. Oh, Australian. Yeah, so you can just Australian. Speak yeah, no, no. New Zealand is is really obvious. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I yes. thought it was Australian, but she already said it, so I was like. New Zealand. Yeah. Sure you did, Clint. <laughs> Can everyone just let me have my <laughs> moment? I won. You got it. You won. It's cool. It's fine. Anyways, what's up? Uh, my question is for Clint. Um, I've been digging down in the macroeconomic cycle a lot, um, yeah, looking man. at some of the work of people like Jeff Snyder. So my question is, is the Federal Reserve an all-powerful monolith, or is it just a bunch of bureaucrats running around damaging everything, acting like responsible people? Kind of both. Because... Um, I feel like, um, in particular, the work of Jeff Snyder, he's reviewed all the previous released FOMC minutes. Right. And you see them, what they're talking about throughout the, the 2008 GFC. Yep. They got, sorry, sorry, they got no fucking idea. Like, you're, no, you're absolutely right. And it seems like what they do is more of a social psychological impact saying, well, we're in control. Interest rates are going up. You have to um, listen to us and follow our lead. But ultimately, monetary uh, systems are global and so money can easily flow away from the u.s if it wants to well yeah and and that has been probably the biggest pitfall of trying to you know micromanage the economy uh through federal reserve policy is that because the economy is now global in nature you can't you have to consider so many factors that it's it's essentially above any human being's pay grade which is right. why the Misesian school of economics says you know you have to allow the individuals making their own autonomous decision making that's really what creates the most uh, sound foundation for a, a, an economy uh, once you have any sort of central planning you're doomed to shortages and surpluses and all sorts of uh, malinvestment which is what we've seen but you're absolutely right the track record of the the Federal Reserve, but central banking's central banks broadly is horrific, but it doesn't matter because they have a monopoly on the creation of currency. So it's like it's a business that it doesn't matter if you fail over and over because ultimately you're sitting on a gold mine. So yeah. that's why the only answer is for the 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 you know the public to rise up and demand the abolition. Yeah, and it's not really I think, a, a I think, gold mine. It's I think an it's, army. It's, yeah, pardon me. Sorry about that. Sorry. Um, yeah, I think Clint touched on it earlier before I got to answer my question that the focus should be on the private entities with all the money pulling the strings yep. um, because it's the, it's the banking system with its appetite for risk to do fractional reserve banking that can rapidly expand or pull the rug from under but, any economy. But they can only do that because of the, their relationship to the central bank and the and the Fed, uh, you know, the discount window. So it's like it, it's you can you can either strike at the branches of this evil beast or you can go for the root the root is the federal reserve i think that that's where you ought to be focusing your energy and i know it sounds delusional but it wasn't that long ago that you had college kids that were chanting and the fed <clears throat> during the ron paul revolution i believe we can still bring that energy back i hope we can do it before we're in a a global great depression but even if we have to wait until then uh, i think people will ultimately wake up to to why the economy is so unfair why income inequality exists why you can't afford a home why you can't stay home with your children um these are all a product of central banking and namely the federal reserve so that's why i, I go ballistic about it so often amen bro. <laughs> amen definitely definitely well, uh, if just, that's everything, man. Sorry, just one other thing. Tim, I just wanted to um, disprove your theory with NPCs and having uh, no internal monologue or visualization capabilities. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I have a, a condition that I didn't even know I had until I heard about it. It's called aphantasia. So I can't close my eyes and visualize anything. Mm, interesting. Yeah, you're talking about the apple just blows my mind how you said you could do any kind of manipulation to it. But uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's... I can um, do the apple in four dimensions. Yeah, I get black, pitch black. Um, wow, and, interesting. And uh, my, all my memories are like, the best way to describe it, are like as if I read it in a book. Mm. Wow. Um, so unfortunately, I can't remember visually like my happiest day of my life, marrying my wife, or um, can't visually remember like my dog of 14 years. It was my everything. But uh, So if like someone asked you what was the color of the flowers or whatever, you wouldn't know? Um, if, I, if I made an actual point to remember it, I would. But if I just walked past it and it was in a nondescript location, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, your memory wouldn't actually have like a visual aspect mm. to it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the book would say the the flower was white. Right, huh. right. I couldn't, I couldn't picture the white flower. That's super oh, interesting, wow. man. This is fascinating. Maybe yeah. I have the same problem because I have a shitty memory, and I thought maybe, but now I'm like, maybe that's why I have a shitty memory because I can't. You can take a test online. I googled it. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. A, I have. Yeah, uh, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't have anything to do with memory. It's it's to do with um, details of visual. So, like, I can remember heaps of different facts. Um, I'm, I'm my whole career is science based. I can remember lots of different. Um, scientific theories and, and data points, but visualization, nothing. I have a photographic memory, but I don't have uh, don't have a photographic memory to the degree where it's like I can look at something and then read. Like I can't look at like a page and then look away and then read the page. Mm. But to a certain degree, I can. So like, if we're like driving on the car and there's a bunch of signs, I can look at the signs, turn around, and tell you exactly what the signs say and things like that. So it, it and it yeah. also it also depends on focus and intent. So when yeah. I used to work for uh, the nonprofits, people would show me their credit card. I'd look at it once, and then I would just be able to write the whole thing down. I, I don't need. I don't. I don't need to read it. Wow. I don't need to go three six nine one one two. I just look at it and then. So you actually have like a photo of it in your mind, yeah. for a while, or is it mm -hmm. forever? Uh, depending on the intent, wow. some some could be forever if I want them to be. That's incredible. What a what a gift. But most most things I don't care to remember, so I don't. Right. So it's like. Oh, what did I have for breakfast yesterday? But if I'm eating breakfast and there's something in particular, I can probably remember everything about it. So, uh, for instance, I know people probably don't hear uh, care to hear me talk about poker. I could probably recite all of my poker hands. Oh, any 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 poker hand of merit, I can go back and tell you exactly what yeah. happened. I can tell you. Uh, Do you remember when I when I uh, got you to fold? There was two aces on the board, and I I think I I raised you. You raised. I said I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. I had nothing. Okay, good. Yeah, I was, I was, I was drawing dead. So I, was, I was just like, it's not about whether I believe you or not. I'll... Yeah, you know, I figured you were bullshitting me, but I was bullshitting you too. I had jack shit, dude. <laughs> and that other guy knew. Yeah. Well, no, that, that other guy, he he ran for the hills because you were, uh, you were backing me up. It was beautiful. But I can, <laughs> I can remember even uh, going back three or uh, what? When were we in Florida? Uh, a month ago. A month ago. Yeah, when we went on the yacht. I remember a couple of the more significant hands of the night where I ended up getting, you know, beaten out pretty, pretty rough. The the flop was I had king ten. The flop was I think it was uh, king ten queen. I got two pair. Right. Other dude had ace jack. He flopped the oh, straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I cautiously bet into it, and then you know I got crushed. And then there was another time where uh, I flopped a straight with ace with ace queen on a ace ten jack board, and the other guy had uh, I think he had pocket kings. Is and it, then he ended up getting a boat. Is it torturous having this good of a recollection of things? Or I wouldn't know it any other way. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But it's only it's only things that I like are significant that I want to remember. So if there's something insignificant that someone's like, hey, remember this, I will. Right. 
you know, but there, there are some people who have absolute photographic memories mm. where they can tell you literally everything. Yeah, they consider it a, they consider it a defect or like an, an, an right. a, anomaly. No, they consider it negative. That's oh, what really? I'm trying to say. Like yeah. it's a okay. syndrome or something because you could ask them like, where were you six weeks ago? You know, where were you on like March 15th? They'll be like, oh, March 15th. Yes. Okay. Here's exactly what happened on March 15th. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. But like. I don't even think I'd want to. No. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Well, the people who can remember like every day specifically, they can tell you the temperature. They say that it means that they can never like, they always hold grudges because they can remember yeah. every wrong that someone has done against them. They yeah. can never let anything go because they remember every single detail all the time. Yeah. Today I tweeted something about uh, the record low temperature. They said it's a record low temperature for June. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like. Oh no, climate change is a global cooling quick. Have more babies and drill more. I was going to make a different joke, but I thought it'd be too crass for, for, for Twitter. I was going to Tell say, us now, please. I was going to make a joke basically about drilling your wives and drilling the ground. <laughs> and then I was like, we'll just settle with have more babies and drill. <laughs> anyway, thanks for calling in, man. Yeah. Hey, Thank man. you very much, guys. Thanks for all you do. Appreciate yep. it. All right. Let's talk to priz with a little winky face what's up winky priz (laughs) hi how are you guys doing good man why are you winking at us um well long story about my name but um i guess to keep it short it's all from minecraft it's voxel prismatic that's my at um just both parts derived from minecraft Hmm. um so my question was uh, do you think the push for uh, kids to go to college and get office jobs can explain the, uh, you know, like the deficit in technical jobs? Did like, I miss... uh, te- uh, technical workers, because you guys are struggling to find um, basically anyone to work on the coffee shop. I mean, I've seen a, a large decrease in the amount of people working in the trades in a lot of like a, a large decrease in the push for people to yeah. work in the trades. Like you don't uh, you don't hear anybody push for kids to go to trade school anymore. Like Whoa. they let, should let me, be now. Let me start right now, I'm, dude. <laughs> but I'm saying like like if from the mass media, you're not going to hear course. them no. say if you want to if you want to be successful, go spend a gazillion dollars at a four year school right. so that you can be in debt for the next but four. You know years. why? <laughs> because because people that work with their hands in the trades, they can actually make a good enough living that they don't have to be rely on the state state doesn't want that no they want you to be a fucking ward so i think i would highly recommend anybody that's coming out of high school right now give serious consideration to just going straight into an apprenticeship yeah you have to remember that over 90 percent was it like 95 percent of student loans come from the government Mm -hmm. so they are funding this cycle of debt and dependence uh i don't know about y'all's experience but when i was in school there was this sort of semi-negative connotation to trade schools like they're absolutely you couldn't you couldn't make it i guess but now i think like man i wish i had gone there and met like a nice electrician who was you know and and there's so there's so few people that are willing to like put in actual hard labor that you could probably just go talk to your local electrician as a kid coming out of high school and be like hey i'll apprentice for you over the summer i want to prove you know that i'm capable and just all i'm asking is that you teach me everything you know like he'd probably be willing so like you don't even have to like spend a penny like he'll just yeah. help you out yeah. my brother's an electrician he does like he's uh he loves his job it's it's hard work but he enjoys every bit of it yep. it's you know it's we it's, it's have you ever seen that um the video meme where it's like stop trying to be influencers yeah. we need electricians yes. and yeah. plumbers <laughs> stop it exactly yeah i think that's it i think generally people 
are afraid of labor because we have insulated ourselves from it. Like Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you... I, I'm kind of giving away the, the story here, but I've been thinking about writing this piece for a long time about how Chuck Grassley is one of two active farmers in the U.S. Senate. Oh, wow. I find this deeply wow. disturbing because 100 years ago, right, we must have had more people who were actively tied into the farm. They mm-hmm. actively took part. They knew what it was like. And now it's like John Tester from Montana, Chuck Grassley, whose son actually manages his farm. And then there's like a handful of people mm-hmm. who are who raise cattle. And like those are real jobs that touch earth. You know what I'm saying? Like they are deeply affected by the weather and taxes. And the way that like the class of people who are coming up right now, who you can click on all of their bios, it's public information. They went to an elite school. Mm. They went to an elite law school. Then they worked on Capitol Hill. And then they ran for office in their home state. And I'm not saying that those people couldn't do some positive, but it feels unnerving to me that we are seeing more politicians come from that cycle than politicians who have connections to small business and family farms. Is that why we wanted back in the day, it was such a a plus to have military experience, right? Like it's like you were invested in the country because you served the country in a way that, uh, you know, being a lawyer doesn't necessarily have the same connotation. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing when you hear people who like, like a, a criticism that comes up right now of Tim Scott, who's running for president, uh, is that he doesn't he's never been married. And he doesn't have kids. And oh, so wow. that is a, a strange experience. It is a similar criticism that I have to the Catholic Church. Right. I don't understand why their priests don't get married and have families. True. How can you sympathize more with someone than if you are also having to raise children in right. this environment? You know what I mean? Tim Scott's I'm like, saying I this to all the else. unmarried uh, yeah. men in this room who don't have children. I'm sure you all will be fine. It'll be great. But it does. He doesn't it, mean it. It does. <laughs> Look, jury's out on all of you. You seem wonderful, but I don't know. Uh, I regularly pressure Brett on the Pop Culture Crisis show to get married and, like, find a woman and become a nice hockey dad. So, you know, it'll be fine. All but time. I'm being serious. I think these these ties to a world outside of elite, uh, you call, Tim refers to a lot as, like, the laptop class. Like, yeah. these people who have comfortable jobs where you don't work with your hands and you've never had to, right? It's because we put air conditioning in all the office buildings. That's why this is going on. <laughs> but I can yeah. understand why there was a generation of parents that were like, like, if I save and scrimp and send my kid to college, they can have a better life. And that's what I want for them. Like, I understand but the, that. But, but it's that's, so that's wrong. The that's the lie they've been sold. That's the lie they've been sold. The better life was being on the farm. Yeah, 100%. Like, mm-hmm. you are better, 100%. man. Or going like, to trade I want school. To all the migrants out there who come here and they're like, I'm going to work really hard and get my kid in college and they're going to get a good job and have a good life. You are condemning them. Yep. You, like, you don't want them to be poor. You want them to have health care make, and make good money and all that stuff. But a good job a trade, you get paid well, you work with your hands, you get physical activity. You go sit on your ass all day, you're going to get hemorrhoids and you're going to be writing about Brad Pitt's junk. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but also they get home at a reasonable time. And like right. a lot of them, they're, they're working that allows them the opportunity to actually they raise get, a family. They get weekends. They, they get, get weekends all off. kinds of things that and people who have Farms or small businesses don't have. On the mm-hmm. other hand, they True. are totally tied to a corporation and they are ultimately physically atrophying because they are not but moving the, around. But there's enough. also a level of like, sure, maybe they have the weekends off, but there's a level of purposelessness and despair that seems to coincide with the office 
yeah. Uh, yeah. job, especially now that there's DEI departments that are like making oh, you yeah. self-flagellate. Yeah. You yeah. know, <laughs> I mean, everything in <laughs> life is a trade-off, and obviously, someone is making the calculation that going into massive amounts of debt right. because you didn't go to trade school is worth it. I personally disagree. I, I did think, go I to think university, it's dead wrong, but yeah. also a lot of those people who go work in the trades end up starting their own businesses. They franchise their their businesses, and, and they, they very, seem to be more intelligent at actually working for themselves rather than having to go work for a large yeah. faceless yeah. multinational. Well, I think about like your brother's an electrician, right? So he's he could run his own business. He could work for a contracting company that needs electricians. He could go into house flipping and get really specialized. He could rewire lamps. He could do so many different things that with different schedules. It's a similar argument for women going women going into nursing. Nursing mm. is a very flexible group. Us. There's lots of different types of shifts. There's different industries. You can specialize. You could be a school nurse. Depending on what else you need and want out of life, it's a it's a very it's a difficult but a very interesting career path with a lot of flexibilities. Becoming an office worker does not have that. And going into debt to become an office worker seems <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and they always seem so miserable. Let yeah. me also add, you know, because I was an entrepreneur and because I had been successful in that path during lockdowns, I was able to come out in May of 2020 or whatever, April, um, and start to speak out against this stuff. Whereas most people that were working corporate jobs, like that was kind of a career ender to do that. So mm -hmm. I, I would like to see more people that were in my position during the next, next crisis, which could be World War III, for instance, that are, are you know, in a position where they can stand courageously and say, we're not going along with this latest narrative. Um, because I think that's a real problem when you have, you know, more than half of the population that's just like cowed into silence. And yeah. that's what we've kind of been dealing with lately. Yeah. Long story short, you're better off doing a job where you get a little physical activity. Oh, that's sweat. Absolutely. Yeah. Like any amount of like having to go out and work. Like a lot of the people, I, I know people that work construction that the, it's not the greatest job in the world, but they come home and they're, and they're happy. Yeah. yeah, they worked hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, uh, and as for the coffee shop stuff, the the bigger issue on our end is uh, actually it's 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 the third parties, it's the external. So we've got contractors, and what I'm learning is basically it's like, oh yeah, we were going to come in, but in order to do that, we have to have this guy from this government agency, we have to have this guy from this agency, we have to have this uh, um, distributor give us these materials, and everything is sludge right now. So we we did have problems with. You know, a first degree contractors mm -hmm. being like, oh, we're missing today or I can't find the guys today. Now we've we've rectified a lot of that. We do need to get the um, work requests up in the in the members chat because there is a lot of stuff that could that people could help us with. But now it just seems like we can solve for one problem, but we can't solve the world. Yeah. You know, true. But, uh, but anyway, does that uh, answer your question? Good, sir. Yeah, and, and I just really like the point how office jobs are miserable. Uh, I'm actually going to transfer from college as a computer science major to uh, technical school because it's like significantly cheaper, and I and I will actually enjoy myself. Good for you. And man. college really opened my eyes to my, how miserable my dad is working from home. Yeah, right on. Yep. Well, I thanks, feel you, man. Thank you right guys on. very much. Thanks for calling in. Of course, this is really cool. I just want to say, <laughs> this is really cool to have people <laughs> able to call in like this. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. great. Uh, RJ McDougalheim. That's a great name. What's going on? What up? Thank you, sir. Um, let's get back to the important news of the day. These that, aliens. Yes. <laughs> um, so do you guys think that they're grays, greens? Nordic. Or something like the Nordic. gold? <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know. Uh, they're, they're humans from the future. And they're uh, coming back to do research. 
that's a, a I the grays the ones that are anti-human or the greens the one that are anti-human greens the, the grays green? are grays are us from the future okay okay yeah. i lean grays honestly i think that's the best thesis yeah I feel like this is some sort That's of why they say I'm like they getting. have big heads oh. and big eyes yeah. and they're really thin and gaunt right. because, because they come back in time. Because they've been tied into their computer screen for so many. Yeah. And that's why we never see any time travelers. Because mm -hmm. there are time travelers, but there are rules on time travel and always have been. Yeah. Although to be fair, the moment time travel is invented, time ceases to exist. Mhm. Mm bad. As, as as far as we are concerned with it, once time travel is invented, then everything is always everywhere. No matter what, hmm. it's oh, bad. I saw Twelve again. Monkeys. It's not a good thing. <laughs> but it's not. It's like <laughs> Great movie, lim though. limited time travel, where it's like one guy can travel at one time for one reason. But like, if we ever get to the point where we have time travel as ubiquitous as air travel, then the entire universe becomes infinity. Uh, Just yeah. it becomes a multiverse. Bang. Yeah. Within a multiverse. Sense. And then it totally ruins the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And then universe. we see how that what happens there. Then no, there's no stakes for anything. Yeah. Nothing matters. It has not been I fucking fun watching that where it's like, oh, not, oh, he's dead, but I know he's not dead yet because he's going to just come back. In the... oh, it's it's more it's more amazing if they actually stay dead. Like right, that's, right. Like that's, that, the, that's the slimmest odds. Imagine, imagine we invent like totally ubiquitous time travel. You'd like buy potatoes and then you'd be like preparing them and you'd be like, all right, who wants baked potatoes? And then you'd place it in the oven and then pull it right out, ready to go. Microwaves would have no timers. True. You'd put the food in, close the door, open it, take it out, and it would be hot and ready to go. It would be hilarious because I would just be like, like Seamus would be going to get his potato and I'd kick him in the nuts and then I'd like <laughs> time travel away so that it didn't show me there. See, it's like the snow days thing. Like in the, in the era of uh, virtual school, kids don't have snow days anymore. Like no. there will mm -hmm. be a generation of kids who don't have that experience of like rushing to do something while you're waiting for something to come out of the microwave. Yep. Like we're robbing them of these core experiences. <laughs> it's already happening. Where you, you stand there for three and a half minutes and you watch it as it cooks and then you have a tumor. It's already yeah, happening miss out on with, that. Uh, <laughs> with streaming providing you no commercials. When do you go to the bathroom? Now you just have to pause it. You don't have the rush of having to quickly go to the bathroom and get your food from See the microwave before you get back. See how quickly you can sprint? Like, exactly. these were great childhood experiences. Your siblings screaming at you. It's, it's on. Back. Like, yeah. we're just taking everything good away from children. Yep. Yeah. Very true. First VHS uh, taste, now this. When I was 18, I was hanging out with my friends and we were watching Hit a TiVo. And we were watching, I think, Simpsons. And he was like, I recorded the episode. So he pressed play. And then I was like, wow. I was like, dude, in the future, there's going to be a Simpsons channel. Because, like, we're already starting to see it. Yep. Mm. And they were like, you think? And I'm like, just a channel for The Simpsons. And I was completely right. Yeah. It's not a channel. It's The Simpsons page on, you yep. know, whatever right. network. And you just go through all the episodes whenever you want. They're all just there. No that almost is like that we've, we've taken time away. Yeah. Right? True. It used to be like you could watch The Simpsons Thursdays at, you know, 530 mm. or whatever Central. And that's when it's on. And you can watch it. And then there's, they did, they started doing, when I was a kid, Simpsons, um, Right after, I was like five thirty, yeah. Monday through Friday, the reruns would Tonight come. I would, on. I would get home. Yep. It would come on yep. five thirty, and uh, then once TiVo existed and you could record them all, yeah. Now it was just they were there, yeah. And now all shows exist all the time in a perpetual Everywhere. infinite state. Yeah. You well, just turn the TV you know, on and it's every episode. I actually had this thought, and I'm sure you guys have probably thought about this too. But uh, basically, like once you have no binding uh, event that we all gather for. Like the closest thing we have left is live professional sports. Yep. Um, but 
and I guess like Game of Thrones was probably like the last thing where we were all watching it, it as it released. Commentary yeah. how little there is of that. Yeah, yeah, but Succession had like they're like it had a record high. It was like two point nine million, right. which oh, is wow. like it's it's negligible. Like, but you just remember when we were. I, I'm, I'm older than you, but you probably also remember similar type of thing where you would have these big TV things that like everyone when who shot Mr. Burns. And, yeah, exactly. The X Files would the the numbers the X Files would do on a bad day on like right. a Sunday would would just destroy Tucker Carlson any, anything that comes out today <laughs> right, by right. a mile. Yeah. And before that, it was radio, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there were always yeah. these moments of gathering. It's why I think to, uh, small town time functions differently because if you're in a small oh, yeah. town and you have like one church that everyone's going to, or you have like one Friday night event, football, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't happen the same way because these people are all having this moment where they're all together more frequently than we are when you're more disassociated. Mm -hmm. I, or I will say this though, to not be totally blackpilled. I think that this is going to drive more and more people back into church life because they want to have some sort of uniform experience. Yeah, and that's for, like the only thing that's available. Right. They're going to look for meaning. Yeah. They're, they're, I feel like in the, in the near future, uh, uh, like a lot of like uh, Tim has been saying how the eventually the, the, the right will be the future. I think uh, we're going to see not uh, not a reformation. What's the word? It's a, a great a revival. revivalism. Like essentially revivalism, uh, a renaissance, if you will, just of people we, returning to their faith in some way. Yep. We've very quickly deviated from the aliens. So I'm sorry, bro. Sure yeah. See what aliens <laughs> can do. Well, I brought up the X Files. It's kind of the. It's kind of. I brought up time travel. <laughs> yes. Right yeah. away, and then we went. So, uh, but is there anything else you wanted to add that we should actually answer? Uh, I mean, not really. Sorry, team. I, I think it's uh, more of a Stargate type issue. Mm -hmm. My All dad right. works down at Cheyenne Mountain. He drives people in and out. Oh, and oh so he actually? Like, oh, yeah. You know, it's like a two-story building in there, and I laugh, and I'm like, no, that's where the Stargate is. <laughs> true. Yeah, he's he's just he can't tell you the truth, you know, because he, he blows cover. Well, yeah. if you if you get any inside information, please drop a dime to me. <laughs> Liberty Lockdown Podcast will. at Gmail. I want to know about the Are Stargate. Are you trying to scoop Timcast news right now? I'm real mad. <laughs> I'm trying to scrape the Timcast. Right. Email, podcast? email Timcast uh, news Second. first. First. Oh, first. okay. He's giving Good. up the scoop. Yeah. As it should be. Hannah Claire Brimlow. Email her. Yeah. Find me on the internet. Let me know. Get on the Discord, Anna. Oh, no. Oh, don't worry. I will. I will. I made Chris Burtman and Brett many, many promises that I would get on the Discord by no, the end, don't, of, by don't, the end of last week. Don't promise me. So, Burtman, maybe. No, I, no, I Brett say? McDonald. Oh, okay. You're don't, not the only Brett at this company. I, I always forget about that. I forget, yeah. and, How many Chris? We have three Chris's, right? Four. Four? Too many Chris's. Four Chris's. Four. Oh, my job An is. embarrassment of Chris's. Yeah, and two Bretts. Two Four Bretts. Chris's? Uh, we've had multiple Andrews or Andy. It's just, it's a lot. Everyone needs to get new names. Um, I have said repeatedly I would join the Discord by the end of the week, so I'm going to say no, it again, but I'll say it more don't. publicly. She said no, she was going to finish I'm the Fast and Furious movie. I don't even know too. where Discord <laughs> is. I don't know how to find it. You guys don't understand. I'm, I'm boomer tech over here. <laughs> Top, Top Lobster is texting me relentlessly, telling me to bring up Nephilim during this alien conversation. I don't know what the Nephilim are, bro. Who's you the fourth about? Chris you're referring to? Uh, I might be wrong, but three. Chris who drives, Chris who edits, mm -hmm. your Chris, right. and then uh, Chris <laughs> Burtman. There you go. That's four, yeah. Four. That's why I thought, I thought it was four. four I'm like, I organize Secret I Santa, one, so I know these things. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I'm very aware of everyone's names. Well, that's too many. We should change their names. <laughs> Who's Someone's Topher from now on. I mean, everyone... Oh. <laughs> That's a horrible name. Uh, Bertman can be Topher. Everyone calls Bertman Topher. Bertman. No, I feel like Chris Bertman can't because he's got this like cult Bert, going. But he goes by yeah. Bertman. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's oh, forsaken Chris he for Bert so he can be Topher Bertman. Yeah, true. Or, well, no, he's Bertman, <laughs> so now Carr. we can mix up a different one. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh. So, anyways, I'm gonna go on the Discord and moderate this discussion. <laughs> I'm, I'm still not gonna go on Discord. I don't. I don't care what Hannah Claire does. I'm not gonna be on Discord. I have to find it. Where I is it? That. Yeah. Well, we'll get you signed up. We'll get the Timcast crew in there. Discord but, uh, was the first time I felt like a really, really old person. Yeah. I downloaded it and I was like, I can't figure out anything. Yeah. So it's an app, not a website. I really yeah. have no Something idea like what's that. happening. Yeah, it's a web a web app. Web app. Yeah. A web app. You kids and your technology. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, RJ. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Thanks, guys. Yep. Cheers, man. Uh, see you around. And uh, Clint, thanks for hanging out. It's been a blast. It's been a blast, man. I just, I got to remind your beautiful audience, we will have on Owen Benjamin 48 hours from now on Tower Gang. It's going to be insane. Check it out. All right. Best of luck. And for everybody who is a member, you guys rock. Thank you all so much for everything. We, 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 we want to put up the um, work request thing so we can start just involving you guys and actually... I don't know, getting you paid, getting you jobs, because we certainly need the help, and we're willing to pay. So uh, hopefully that's all coming soon, and um, thanks for hanging out, and we'll see you all next time. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.